The best way to learn a language? Immersion. Living where the language is spoken and using it every day. But if that's not in the cards this year, you can still learn a language the second best way. And that's with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts and help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations, and their tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching, so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Here's a special limited-time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription at babbel.com slash bluewire. That's 60% off at babbel.com slash bluewire, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash bluewire. Rules and restrictions apply. to another edition, the final edition of MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 27th edition. It is the final Friday of the MLB season. It's been a heck of a season with all you guys, the new followers, the, the long-time followers. It's been great talking baseball with you guys every morning, waking up, chatting about the day's action Monday through Friday, hopefully helping some out. I know uh, I've gotten some positive feedback throughout the season. I really, really appreciate it. If you could please... Go to iTunes, just take a couple minutes out of your time, give a rating and review. I'd really, really appreciate it. It would help a ton as this goes forward. I have to double check. I think this is season four of Quick Hits, and it's gotten better every season thanks to the listeners. So I appreciate each and every one of you, and uh, thank you for another great season of MLB DFS Quick Hits. Well, we might do a postseason one here or there, but we'll see. Um, I'm honestly looking forward to not setting my alarm for four in the morning anymore. So uh, we move on to... The 14-game Friday slate of action. Nice big uh, slate to finish things up. We have 9 of the 12 available totals over 9. You got 18 totals over 5 at this point in time. It's going to be a fun one. There's some decent pitching. I got 10 pitchers to talk about real quick. And then we got some bats to attack, as you'd expect. Speaking of those totals on this slate, Reds Pirates 8.5. Indians Nationals 9.5. Marlins Phillies 9. Rays Blue Jays 9.5. Braves Mets 8.5. Orioles, Red Sox, 11. Yankees, Rangers, 11. Brewers, Rockies, waiting on that one, but that's in Coors. Expect a high total when you have Zach Davies and Antonio Sensatella on the bump. Cubs, Cardinals, uh, waiting on that one. Twins, Royals, 10. Padres, D-backs, 9. Astros, Angels, 10. A's, Mariners, 9.5. Dodgers, Giants, 7.5. So, some great spots to attack bats. You got to imagine it's going to be at least 10 if uh, totals of 9 or higher, maybe even 11. So lots and lots of ways to go on this slate. When you're paying attention to the weather, you know, Texas is going to be a very friendly hitting environment because it's hot. Coors is Coors. Wind's blowing in in those fields. I don't care about that. Those environments are way too good for hitting. But we do have the wind blowing out to left field about 14 miles an hour in St. Louis between the Cubs and the Cardinals. And then Minnesota and Kansas City blowing out to right field about 11 miles an hour. But also keep an eye on that one as the weather reports come out throughout the day. There's rain coming in later in the night. So I don't know if, they'll be able, if it'll come in before the game's over, after the game's over. If it's not as severe, 
We'll see. Right now, they're talking about 20 to 30% chances about two-thirds of the way through the game, most likely. So keep an eye on that one. All right, let's get crack-a-lacking. Pitching on this slate, we have four guys over $10,000. We have technically, we're going to go, there's five guys, 9900 and above. We're going to talk about three of them. Walker Bueller, 11-7 at the San Francisco Giants. Is Bueller's swan song before he heads into the playoffs as the ace of the Los Angeles Dodgers. He's been outstanding this year, a little better at home than on the road, but he's faced the Giants twice, 2-1-9 ERA, averaging 26 points per start against the Gigantes. Been a little rocky for him of late. Got beat up by Colorado at home, beat up at the Mets, pitched great at Baltimore, beat up by Colorado, but then prior to that was the filthy Walker Bueller of old. It's always up and down with him, but facing a Giants team that has nothing to lose, at the same time, the, the Dodgers have nothing to gain. So one thing to keep in mind this weekend, folks, they might just want to get Bueller a few winnings to tune him up, or they want to get him his normal 100-something pitches and go from there. So don't be shocked by anything that takes place this weekend. But when you got Bueller, you got the Giants striking out a little less than 24% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Uh, he's got a 29% K rate of his own. When you got the Giants with a 3.2 team total, lowest on the slate. So Bueller, phenomenal play if you feel like paying up on this slate. Jose Barrios, 10-8 at the Kansas City Royals. Barrios has actually struggled against the Royals this year. Uh, 4-5 ERA, averaging only 11 points per start in three games. He just faced him at home. Six innings, eight hits, five earned, five Ks for seven and a half. Prior to that, he dominated Chicago, dominated Washington, pitched great at Chicago. Uh, he's been another up-and-down guy like Bueller. Very similar show here. But Barrios, 22.5% K rate, minus 190 road favorite in this matchup. Very much in play against Kansas City. Pesky. Kansas City, who has a team total of 4.25, lefties 304, righties 305, and the Royals only a 311 Woba, 164 ISO. So Barrios, nice pivot off of Bueller if you so desire. You got Anthony D. Sclafani, $9,900 at the Pittsburgh Pirates. D. has been pl- pitching very well the second half of the season. Another guy struggling against his current opponent, Pittsburgh, but he hasn't faced him a little while. And lately, 22 and a half, 23-2, 11-3, 20.8, 34.0. That's his last five starts. Outstanding stuff there. Even at Pittsburgh on the 23rd, six innings, five hits, one earned, four Ks for 15.3. Throw a couple more Ks in there. He's got you 20 points. The upside is definitely there with Disclo. Most aren't going to pitch him. Lefties dominate him. You don't have to worry about Josh Bell. There's no Gregory Polanco. It's pretty much Brian Reynolds and a couple you know, randos that show up there. Given the Pirates' bats, with all these randos that are in there, these young kids that you know have nothing to lose and are happy to have a chance to play some Major League Baseball, they're balling right now. They've uh, let the Cubs know what's up the last few days. So keep that in mind. Weird baseball, September baseball, but Disco's a minus 130 road favorite in this one. He strikes out 24%, uh, ground ball rate about 42.5% of the batters he faces. And Pittsburgh has a 3.97 team total. It's the fourth lowest on the slate. They have a 324 Woba and a 163 ice over Disco. And like we said, lefties are in 322, but righties only 271. So it's an interesting GPP play. It's an interesting pivot off the big guys up top. Di Sclafani at 9900 So I have it in the order of their price. Bueller, Barrios, Di Sclafani up top. It just depends on how you want to pay. Or you could drop down to this mid-tier and use two of these guys and get some bats. Totally up to you. So let's talk this mid-tier. You got Dakota Hudson, 8100 bucks at home versus Chicago Cubs. Again, wind blowing out the left field. Pretty fierce in this one. And Dakota struggle is one appearance versus the Cubbies, but... And that was his last start out at Chicago. Three innings, three hits, three earned, four walks, two Ks. Not good. Prior to that, though, it was pretty darn good. You know, uh, 14, 18, 20, 25, 19, 31, 21. 
a really, really good run for Dakota Hudson where things are looking up. It is the Cubs. It's always, you know, dangerous. It's a rivalry game. The The Cardinals want to win the NL Central, so they're going to be giving it its all. The Cubs are going to want to stop their rival from winning the NL Central. If people think that stuff doesn't matter, they're foolish. Like, there is always going to be that kind of, of, of in, in, uh, intensity when you're out there. So the Cubs strike out 22.6% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Dakota's got a 57% ground ball rate and a 17% strikeout rate. And the strikeout rate has gone up with those recent really good performances. So something to keep an eye on there as well. Uh, lefties do hit 368. Righties only 309 versus Dakota. It's not a gimme by any means, but it is a nice GPP upside play at 8100. Next man down, Mike Fires, $7,900 at home or at the Seattle Mariners. Fires had a, has had a rough go of late, but he, he put up a nice 31-pointer at home versus Texas. Like at Texas, minus 2.7. At Houston, minus 19. Against the Angels, 6. But then prior to that was pretty good. 18, 15, 33, 19, 17. The dude's been awesome this year. 7900 bucks against the Seattle Mariners team, which offense just isn't that great. They're striking out 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching right now. If the A's win tonight, they lock up the number one seed in the wild card. Uh, they're a minus 195 road favorite in this matchup for Justice Sheffield and the Mariners. It's a great spot here for Mike Fires. Uh, Seattle, do, do, do. we're not waiting on that one. Where is Seattle? Seattle's got 3.95 team total, third lowest on the slate. Lefties are hitting 320, righties 349. But you look at the Mariners, a 309 Woba, 175 ISO. Versus right-handed pitching. Fires at 79. Again, it's been rocky of late. It's kind of a theme with some of these pitchers tonight. Really good overall seasons. Rocky finishes for the seasons. I'll take my chances with Mike Fires tonight. A couple more to talk about here. The $6,900 range to group in here. Tyler Glass now I absolutely love at the Toronto Blue Jays. I mentioned it last time and he dominated for us. He's only going about 50 pitches. He went 41, 51, 52. He's got two, three, three innings. But he's been so electric with the strikeouts. He has 5, 5, and, and 7 in those three starts. His last two starts, 15 and 19.6 against the Angels in Boston. And now you got a Toronto Blue Jays team that strikes out a boatload. When you look at Glassnow, Toronto's striking out almost 26% of the time versus right-handed pitching. Glassnow, 33.5% carry, 50% ground ball rate, everything you want and more. Toronto, a team total of 4.1. Lefties, 214. Righties, 248. I don't care if Glassnow only goes three innings. The, the upside of 15-plus points is $1,600. I'll take it for the savings he gives me for the bats. Maybe he goes 70 pitches tonight and gets you four or five innings. Next thing you know, you got 25 points. Like, I'll take my chances with Glassnow at 6900 bucks against a struggling Blue Jays team. that they, they're, they're streaky. They dominate Baltimore, but they strike out so much. I like Glassnow a lot at 6900 bucks. I'll take my chances. And then the last $6,900 guy, Alec Mills of the Chicago Cubs. Uh, he got it done versus St. Louis his last time out. Four and two-thirds, two hits, two walks, six Ks for 19.5. <clears throat> he has 12 or more points in three straight outings for the Cubbies. His only road start, though, he struggled at San Diego. So keep that in mind. Wind blowing out in St. Louis. St. Louis struggles tremendously versus right-handed pitching. So that's why I want to throw Mills out here if you're looking for value. Not a must play, but an interesting one nonetheless. So this middle tier I got here, I got Glass now one, Fires two, Hudson three, and Alec Mills, four. All right, we got three punts here. And, you know, it wouldn't be the final episode of MLB DFS Quick Hits if we weren't on our boy, our boy, Vinny V, $6,200 at home against the Miami Marlins. Vinny V's been a, a 414 home ERA, 507 on the road. His last two starts, 17.5 at Cleveland, 23.1 at Atlanta. 
Struggled against the Mets. 11 against Cincy. 18 against Pittsburgh. Uh, struggled at Miami, surprisingly. And then uh, 16 against San Diego. So, he's, you know, it's always the volatile Vinny V. There's no hiding that at all. But the upside's tremendous at 6200 bucks, facing a Marlins team, striking out 24% of the time. Vinny is a minus 170 favorite in this matchup. 26% strikeout rate for Vinny V. Um, he gives up a lot of hard contact, as we know. It could get dicey really, really quick. We're not we're not hiding this these facts from you at all. But the Marlins are 3.9 team total, second lowest on the slate. They have a 291 Woba and a 134 ISO versus Ryan in pitching. I'll take my chances with Vinny V at 62. I got no problem going glass down Vinny V and getting all the bats. I will have one of those lineups for shizzle tonight. It's going to happen. A couple other super punts. You got um, you got uh, Taylor Clark of the Arizona Diamondbacks at home against San Diego. He's faced San Diego once this year. Got you 11 points. He's only 4,500 bucks. It's pretty much a, a punt play and hope for goods against a, a Padres team that you can take advantage of. And then another punt I don't mind. We've been talking about him a lot lately. Uh, he came off 17.5 at Tampa, 5 against the Giants, but that was because he got blown up late in that appearance. Um, 11 against Toronto, 12.3 against Mini, 20.6 against the Angels. It's Nate Eovaldi at 4100 bucks. He's been very, very rocky. He's given up a lot of long balls, but he's also struck out at least 6 guys in 3 straight starts. He gets a ton of strikeouts. He has trouble reaching 5 innings, so he's probably not going to get you the W, but his last time out went 6 innings, got you 100 pitches. He's all stretched out. At 4100 bucks, it's very, very interesting for Ivaldi with the strikeout upside he brings to the table against Baltimore. He strikes out 23% of the time. First right-handed pitching. Boston's a minus 210 favorite in this game. Again, Ivaldi 24% K rate. The walks have got to him and the hard contact because 45% ground ball rate is pretty solid as well. Baltimore's got a 4.7 team total. Lefty's 356. Righty's 307 versus Ivaldi. But Baltimore at 309 Woban, a 175 ISO. At 4100 bucks, you have all these definitely punt-worthy in this game. It could get ugly, but at the same time, even if it gets you like eight points because it was ugly, he's 4100 bucks. Like, it really doesn't matter. But he's got that 20-plus point upside of 4100 that's very hard to feel comfortable about when you put a batter in his place. So I don't mind EO at all. I got Vinny V, Eovaldi, and Clark down below. So, you know, the glass now, Velasquez, Eovaldi, those punts, big fan. Big, big fan. All right, recapping your pitching on this slate. Bueller, Berrios, DiSclefani. In the middle, Glassnow, Fires, Hudson, Mills. Down below, Vinny V, Ivaldi, Taylor, Clark. All right, everybody, let's get to the bats on this slate. Before we do, Super Draft. Great way to play daily fantasy sports. The last time you got to hear me talk about it on this show. It's uh, it's an awesome, awesome way, a new way to play. No pricing. You pick the players you want to play. It's an exclusive multiplier point system. You got to go check it out. When you make your first account, when you create your account, Use promo code Bubba. We'll get you a $10 deposit bonus when you check it out. So I highly recommend it. Super Draft in your app store. Awesome way to play daily fantasy sports. They have uh, baseball, football, golf right now, basketball, and hockey coming down the road here. Go check it out. Super Draft in your app store. Promo code Bubba when you set up your account. Free $10 deposit bonus. All right, the bats on this loaded slate. Mitch Garver versus the lefty Scoglin in Kansas City is sneaky nice. We know with the Twins. 5.75 team total. Lefty's 465. Righty's 431 versus Scoglin. Pray for Scoglin. Mitch Garver at 54 in a great spot for you tonight. Yeah, as Monty Grandal in Coors versus Chichi Gonzalez at 51. Very nice as the uh, the Brew Crew are still fighting to win the NL Central. So they're going to have all hands on deck in Coors tonight. Then you slide down. If you want to save some cash at the position, though, you look at guys like if you do think Evaldi struggles, Pedro Severino's 4K. He's got power upside, so is Jorge Alfaro at 38 if you think Vinny V struggles. You could go that way. Uh, Francisco Mejia, $3,700. Got you a, 
I thought he uh, two days ago got you nine. His recent starts nine, ten, two, six, seven. So it's always streaky with Mejia, but thirty seven hundred bucks for Taylor Clark does have the upside for you. Sean Murphy is behind the dish for the A's at thirty seven versus Sheffield. Really good spot for you there as well. Uh, saving some more cash. You could look down to the guys like Wilson Ramos versus Keiko at thirty three. Keiko's been good. Ramos very good versus lefties. Pick your poison in that one. Yadi Molina's been straight fire. We rode him in Arizona hard. He's averaging 8.6 over his last 10. 8, 23, 0, 19, 13. 13 or more in three of his last five. Eight or more in four of his last five. Going up against Alec Mills at 33. That's a very solid savings with Yadi Molina. Um, farther down you go here, though. It turns into the usual. Like, Williams Ostadio at 3K is outstanding. I, I loved him in the day slate yesterday. Used him for sure. He went deep. He went four for five. Four runs, a homer, two ribbies. 31 DK points. Not going to do that, obviously, every day. But 3K for Acevedo versus Scoglin is very, very appealing on this slate. And then other than that, you check values. You check our usual guys when the lineups come out. But really good options on a 14-game slate. First base position, you got Trey Boo Boo at 53 versus Ivaldi. He's in play. That's pretty pricey for Trey. So it's going to be hard to get up there when you have some other options just below him that you might like more. In those matchups, like Danny Santana, Paxton's been great, but Santana in that very nice hitting environment in Texas at 48. Don't hate that if you want to be contrarian. Mitchie Twobags. Boston is in a phenomenal spot against Wojciechowski and the Baltimore Orioles tonight. Boston, 6.33 team total. Lefties, 361. Righties, 315 versus Wojciechowski. Mitchie Twobags, 4,600 bucks, is a great play tonight. Coming off a 27-point performance two games ago. 27, 7, 9, 14, 32, 0, 11. For Mitchie Twobags, 4600 bucks versus Wojciechowski and that Baltimore defense is outstanding. I like that a lot as a, as a higher-priced target this evening. Going on down farther, though, you look at uh, Yuli Gurriel at 43 versus uh, Patrick Sandoval. That's a really good spot for you in his matchup. Uh, you know, Jock Jams, it's in SF. It's kind of tough, but he's always GPP viable. If you need to go there, I'd love to see Nate Lowe get some action for Zook of Toronto at 38. I think it's a great spot for him, but they don't like him very much. Goldschmidt at 38 with that wind blowing out to left versus Mills is very appealing. Uh, Goldie in his last few starts, 17, 25, 10, um, 8, 6, 12. Swinging a decent bat only $3,800. Nice savings with some big upside. Goldie versus Mills there at 38. Solid look for you at those price points. And then other than that, you know, like Matt Adams versus Plesex, interesting at 35. Rowdy Telez double dong. He's got Glasnow, but then he's got Tampa Bay bullpen. So keep an eye on that situation as, as the reports come out throughout the day of who might follow him up there. Second base, you got Keston here and Coors. Okay, I don't hate it. Don't hate that at all. You got DJ LeMahieu versus the lefty Palumbo in Texas at 54. Is very, very nice. Johnny Villar at 53 is outstanding. So three really good options up top. Not the only options. But good, because you could save a little bit. 5K for Mike Moustakis in Coors versus Chichi Gonzalez. That's pretty good. That's pretty, pretty good, as the great the great ones used to uh, curb your enthusiasm like to say. Glaber Torres, 4900 bucks. A guy I always get wrong. It's always boom or bust. But 4900 bucks in hitter-friendly Texas versus Palumbo. Very GPP-relevant. Pivot off of Moose and Coors. I prefer Moose, but nothing would surprise me with Glaber in that matchup tonight. Jose Altuve versus a lefty at 46. Always has some definite appeal for you there. Ozzy Albies has just been crushing it. It is Marcus Stroman, so show some respect. But 
Albies at 45 is always in play. Tommy Edmonds down to 44. He had quite the price bump for a while there. Love seeing that price down again. He's much more viable, especially in a Cardinal stack against Mills, a target we can take advantage of in that matchup. Lefty's 405, righty's 283 off Mills. Tommy Edmonds at 44, solid look for you there. I love me some Garrett Hampson. Um, DraftKings did not price him appropriately here. Hitting 425 with four homers and seven steals over his last 10 games. He's in Coors at 4300 bucks. Even in San Francisco, 5, 16, 17. In L.A., 14, 12, 24. Then he had a 15, 0, 15, 22. The dude has double digits in eight of his last 10, and he's only 4300 bucks for Zach Davies and Coors Field. You have to play. Like second base outfield eligible, Garrett Hampson, is one of the better plays price-wise on this slate. As you go down some more, Wilmer Flores, he was on a hot streak there for a while. He's cooled down quite a bit, but facing a lefty at 42 has appeal, but it's really tough to play Wilmer Flores when you have Garrett Hampson at 43. You got Kevin Biggio, always GPP viable at 41, even if it is glass now. If you're fading fires, Shed Long at 41 does have his upside hitting 302 over his last 10. He's goose egged in his last three. Prior to that, was crushing it for us 15, 28, 0, 17, so on and so forth. Three straight goose eggs for Shed Long with 41 does have upside. Check your lineups to see where Luis Arias and Ian Happ are. Both $4,000 values. They're in good spots in the order. They do pre- present some nice savings for you in a good spot. Starling Castro at 39. Not bad versus Vinny V. If you're looking to fade Vinny V, that is value for you there. Nick Solak at 39 GPP only in his matchup versus Paxton. Jonathan Scope with the Ding Dong City. He hit the, he hit the Twins' 300th home run of the season last night. Big Tor- Tortuga hit 301. But Johnny Scope hit 300 last night. The dude's got pop. It's always GPP because he'll go through like seven days of nothing and then go on like three days of everything. So Johnny Scope at 37 versus Scoglin. Good value if you want some twins action. You have one of the higher totals on the slate tonight. And like Brock Holt at 35 will give you some value. you got your Joey Wendells down here and many other when lineups come out on a 14-game slate on September 27th. There's going to be a ton of value if you pay attention to the lineups. Third base. You got Rafael Devers at 55 and a smash spot versus Woj. That's why I really like this, this, this slate when we talk about sacks later. It's not all about Coors, which is outstanding. So Devers at 55 is very nice. You got LeMayhew we talked about. You got Arenado versus Davies and Coors, which is sexy at 53. Uh, Colorado, you know, lefty's 351, righty's 328 versus, versus uh, Davies. There's lots like there. Bregman streaking. You got Miguel Sano, who's been crushing baseballs, getting a super friendly hitting Eric Scoglin to uh, take advantage of snow five homers over his last 10 games. So a lot to like in that respect as well. As we keep going down here, like I said, Miguel Sano, phenomenal play at 5,100. So you got 5k and above even Rendon's there. Moustakis at 5k and Coors is great. If I got to narrow it down, I want, I want Devers. I want Moustakis. And then that Arenado Sano is very, very close. Most likely if you're using one of these 5k plus guys, you're stacking. That's something to keep in mind. You got Jose Ramirez versus Voth at 49. I'd probably prefer those guys 5K and above. But yeah, stacking them up is where you'll go there. We got Eugenio Suarez, 4600 bucks in Pittsburgh, sitting on 49 home runs on the season versus dun, 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 a lefty. Eugenio at 46 is super nice tonight. It is Pittsburgh, a little harder to hit the ball out of PNC Park. No hiding that at all. But lefty's 315, righty's 354 versus Steven Brault. Eugenio Suarez is hitting number 50 tonight, folks. This is the perfect storm for Eugenio. 4600 bucks, good savings. The guys up top are great. Eugenio gives you a lot of upside as well for some of that savings. Mentioned Tommy Edmond at 44. Not too bad there in that one. You got uh, 
Like Matt Chapman at 41 keeps getting it done. He got hit yesterday, but stayed in the game, thank God. But 22 points last night, 19 or yeah, 22 last night, 19 the game before. You know, going up against Justice Sheffield, who's really not that great. I get, he'll find it eventually. The pedigree's there. But you got Oakland, a 555 team total. It's the fifth highest on the slate. Lefty's 349, righty's 299. Uh, lots to like there with Chap at 4,100 if you're looking for savings. Starting Castro at 39, Nick Solak at 39. Talked about them already. Uh, Neil Walker is, is okay. Brad, Mil- Brad Miller has been crushing it. Been using him as value lately. His price tag has jumped. It was low threes. Now it's up to 38. He had two yesterday, but then 14 and 32 the two games before. Took Scherzer deep twice. But uh, going into Miami, not ideal at 38. He's there if you need him. Just not the, the best of situations. Kyle Seager's cooled down. He's 37. Riley Ruiz is 36 if you're looking for some more savings. There will be others that pop up, but uh, I, I like some of these guys up top. It's hard to pass on them. Call Moran at 33 is good, though. As we know, if, if Discofani is going to struggle, it's going to be versus lefties. So Moran at 33 is good value. Shortstop, you got Trevor Story at 56. Not bad at all. Trey Turner's been playing great at 55. Xander at 54. If you're stacking Boston, Xander's a very, very good piece there. Johnny VR at 53. We know our love for Johnny on quick hits. That's our boy. You got Breggs. Uh, all really good looks up top here. It's a solid. John Birdie's up to 51. That's wild. Absolutely wild. He's going to go unowned. But um, yeah, Bregman, VR, Bogarts, Turner, Story, all great plays, all stackable. VR would be my one-off just because if you don't want to stack Baltimore, I get it. But the rest of them, you're stacking up with the team. So you don't really have to break it down for you there. Just stack it up. Simeon at 48 versus Sheffield. Solid, solid play. Lindor at 47 versus Voth. You're getting a discount with Lindor. We're used to him being over 5K. He's kind of in a slump hitting a buck 86 over his last 10. So maybe he wakes up tonight. Could be interesting at 47. Or you save some cash. You got Jorge Polanco at 44 versus Scoglin. That's very, very tasty. Uh, Ahmed Rosario at 4K is not too shabby as well. But like Nick Ahmed smokes left-handed pitching. 3900 bucks is solid savings for a guy of Nick Ahmed's caliber versus Eric Lauer. Really good look there if you're looking to save some cash with Nick Ahmed. And then Willie Adamas at 36, solid savings for Zook of Toronto. I don't mind that at all. You got Paul DeYoung at 36, not consistent, but in a good spot. Uh, Anderson Simmons versus Urquidy at 35 has got a little bit of upside for you as well. So you got some options down here. Miguel Rojas will be cheap versus Vinny V also. It's super top-heavy, stackable top-heavy pieces. A couple little spots there at 4K. And then you got some punts as well. Heading to the outfield on this edition of Quick Hits. Ryan Braun, 58 in Coors. Very, very nice. You got Blackman in Coors. But Woe Nelly against Eric Scoglin at 55. It's pretty attractive. Not going to lie. Not going to lie at all. Pretty, pretty attractive. Nelson Cruz at 55 in that matchup. You got Trent Grisham in Coors at 55. I'll take uh, Cruz all day. I don't care how the end result is. Cruz at the same price as Trent Grisham. Give me give me Nelson Cruz. That simple. Uh, when you slide on down, we mentioned Trey Boo Boo. You got Aaron Judge versus Palumbo at 53. That's not too shabby. Like Austin Meadows versus Zook, I can definitely get behind Meadows. 5,200 bucks, averaging 11 over his last 10. 351 average. Not bad at all in that one. A few others to take advantage of here. Arisha Aquino versus Brault. The 5K is very, very nice. Aquino yesterday went deep, stole a bag. I got you 25 DraftKings points. Uh, it's been kind of a down go after that red-hot start. But honestly, who could have stayed that hot? He's still in a great spot versus Steven Brault. Interesting look here at 5,000. Just Dongs Martinez, only 49 versus Wojciechowski. He's very nice savings in a smash spot versus Woj. You got Eddie Rosario at 49, not bad at all. Oscar Mercado's up here. Low Kane and Coors at 48, not too shabby. Austin Hayes playing well. He's 47. 
Kyle Tucker's 47. He went deep yesterday. So some good looks for you there. When you go down farther now, you got guys like Giancarlo's 45, Cam Maven's 45 versus Palumbo. Again, you can get some righty power there's first Palumbo. Not the worst play in the world. Ramon Laureano at 45, he'll get kind of forgotten about in this little mix, hitting 400 over his last 10. People will look at Stanton and Maven. They'll forget Laureano at this price point. You can take advantage of that. If you're fading Dakota Hudson, Kyle Schwarber's 4,400. Good look for him there. Same with Anthony Santander at 43 if you're trying to be different. Tampa Bay is in a really good spot here versus Zook. Zook is not that great. Tampa Bay's got a 5.4 team total. Lefties, 332. Righties, 398 versus the righty Zook. So you got guys like Abby Garcia, Tommy Pham, only 43. Nice savings for you in that one. Sam Hilliard and Coors at 43 is not bad. Again, Garrett Hampson's 4,300 bucks. That's a silly, silly price tag, that DraftKings. I, I understand he's been so cheap for so long, but... What he's done for the last week plus to not have, you know, caught on. You guys caught on to John Birdie. DraftKings caught on to John Birdie. He's $5,100. How is Garrett Hampson should be $51 or $5,200 in a spot like this? That's uh, that's just bad. Bad algorithm. When you're looking for some more, like, obviously check your lineups to get punts. But, like, Nick Castellanos is only 41. Cole Calhoun, Willie Calhoun, definite values there at 41. Mentioned Shed Long in his matchup. You have, you have Lewis as well. Kyle Lewis of Seattle. Nice and cheap. There's fires. Jackie Bradley Jr. is 4K, and he's swinging it really well. Averaging 10.4 over his last 10. 19-4, 11, and 20 in his last four. In that spot versus Wojciechowski, don't sleep on JBJ at 4K to get you some relief in a great spot. So really good savings with him. You got Ian Desmond, Ramel Tapia at 4K and Coors. Getting a discount there. You mentioned Ian Happ earlier. So many guys you can take a peek at. Marcelo Zuna is only 3900 bucks versus Mills. That's got some upside. There's Kyle Lewis at 39 who we just talked about. And his matchup. So check your lineups. See what other greatness comes out because there is going to be a ton of it. Steve Wilkerson's 37. Gritchick's 37. So on and so forth on a 14-game Friday slate. All right, recapping your pitching real quick. Up top, Bueller, Berrios, DiSclefani. In the middle, Glassnow, Fires, Hudson, Miller. Down below, Vinny V, Ivaldi, Taylor Clark. All right, when you're stacking it up, you're obviously going to give uh, Coors a look there with Colorado and uh, Milwaukee. There's no doubt about that. Davies, Sensatella, you're going to get into that. St. Louis versus Alec Mills is appealing. I don't know if you have to go there. you got Coors. you got the Yankees versus Palumbo. But Boston versus Baltimore is oh so tasty. Minnesota versus Scotland has a recipe for some big boy po- big boy points. Uh, Oakland versus Sheffield, I like that quite a bit as well. Tampa Bay's a little sneakier versus Zook. Not bad at all. Uh, a few others you could take a peek at. Arizona versus Lauer, maybe. Baltimore versus Ivaldi, maybe. Um, Cincinnati versus Stephen Brault definitely has some appeal to me as well. So tons of ways to go on a 14-game slate, as you'd expect. BVP will send you on your way on this final edition of Quick Hits on the season. Freddie Galvis has taken Stephen Brault deep. Um, I know when I perused this real quick last night, there wasn't a ton to talk about, which is pretty crazy for a 14-game slate. But like Mark Trumbo, 6 for 10, 2 doubles versus Ivaldi. Probably not going to matter for you there. Since you choose 6 for 18, 2 doubles versus James Paxton. The Shields, 5 for 19. Uh, Ryan O'Hearns, 5 for 10, 2 doubles, 2 homers off Jose Barrios. That's an interesting one. Cattell Marte, 7 for 14, a double and 2 homers versus Lauer. But I think Marte's done for the year. So it doesn't matter. Um, Domingo Santana, 2 homers off fires. Omar Narvaez, Kyle Seeger have all taken fires deep. But they're in 235 as a team. 
Justin Turner, 11 for 31, three doubles and a homer versus Cueto. Seager, 11 for 33, a double and two homers versus Cueto. Tom Bien. Well, there you have it, folks. Quick hits in the books. Again, thank you guys for a great season. Thanks for following along. If you give a rating review, I would truly appreciate it. It would mean a ton to me uh, as a great uh, gesture on your guys' part. Back to the podcast. I'd really, really appreciate it. But uh, great season. What possibly, hopefully, has some postseason work. We'll see how that all breaks down. At worst, I'm always in the Slack chat, chatting it up with everybody else. You know, MS Squared's got soccer popping. we got all sports going in there. So come check out the FSD Slack chat. We're on Twitter at FantasyDGens, FantasySportsDGens.com. Lots of great stuff going on over there. you got tons of great content daily, podcast daily. Just recorded Bench with Bub episode 214 with Paul Sporer talking some 2020 starting pitchers. And that was a great conversation. I got my Fantrax DFS show just dropped with John Lobb. A lot of great stuff there. Previewing the week four main slate. We the two-point conversion NFL DFS podcast with myself and James McCool uh, breaking stuff down. So always great content. Again, thank you guys so much for a great season. Hope everybody has a great Friday. Hope everybody has a great weekend. And, hey, baseball will be back before you know it. And I got you covered all off season with some fancy baseball talk. And maybe some cool, maybe some cool stuff coming up there as well. We'll, we'll, we'll find that out a little later. But for now, truly. Thank you. Have a great one. This was MLB DFS Quick Hits, your Friday, September 27th edition. I'm out.